Hey, welcome to Hoops Coaching A to Z with me. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Let's let a professional handle this. <laughs> this is Hoops Coaching A to Z with my husband, Coach Terry Canova. This is a deep dive into all things coaching. Come join us as we visit with some of the best coaching minds in the business to help grow our profession. Here you go, honey. Back to you. guys i'm excited about this week's episode so uh you know our podcast is a resource for coaches and uh you know i've done this a long time and and one of the great things about our coaching profession is we broaden our circles and when we meet new coaches and so i'm on twitter the other day and i see this young fella gets himself a new job and uh, i said man look now's a good time to, to broaden my circle and meet a new guy meet a new coach so I want to welcome everybody, uh, Coach Todd Kelly. What's up, Coach? How you doing? Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Really excited to be here and uh, glad to be able to, you know, to, to talk to you. Absolutely. For sure. You, you know, one of the things I want to do, Coach, is uh, just, number one, uh, the, the people in my circle, make sure those people know you now. And the people in your circle, hopefully they'll get to know me. And, and again, that's what right. this profession is all about. And I want to talk about your new job and talk about you and talk about a little bit of your path that that got you here. Okay. Uh, I will say just a little bit, a little bit of your bio, and I'll let you fill in the blanks. Uh, Coach okay. Kelly just took the job, took the head men's job at Dallas Christian College, uh, coached about 20 years, been successful, uh, head coach at Illinois Tech, had a very successful run there. Also associate head coach at uh, North Central College, where uh, back-to-back Sweet 16s and a Final Four. So, uh, so coach, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about your journey as a coach and, and, uh, and, and which, what got you to where you are now? Um, well, yeah, you know, I, as soon as I uh, finished playing basketball in college, you know, I kind of started thinking about, you know, what profession could I have that I would really, really like and that I, would, that I felt like I was good at. You know, and it kept leading me back to basketball, you know, doing something within basketball, you know, since I had been a you know student athlete, you know, basically all of my life. And so I was like, hey, I want to get into coaching. And so, uh, you know, I started coaching, you know, at the high school level. Uh, and like you said, I've been coaching for almost 20 years, you know, uh, six at the high school level and 13 starting the 14th year at the college level. And so, uh, you know, my first college job was at Keystone College out in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, with one of my, my uh, coaches uh, brought me on as an assistant coach, gave me an opportunity to kind of get into the business. Uh, and, you know, just like, you know, a lot of coaches, when you get your first job, you know, it's going to be part time. It's going to be having, you know, multiple responsibilities, going to have to do a lot of things, you know, not a lot of pay, you know, that type of thing. But you really got to work your way up, got to grind and claw and all of that stuff. And so uh, we had some success at Keystone and that, you know, helped me be able to get a high school head coaching job at Providence St. Mail in Illinois in Chicago. Um, and then from there, I went to North Central College, like you mentioned, uh, you know, in the CCIW, one of the best Division three conferences uh, in the country, uh, where we went to, you know, back-to-back Sweet 16s, went to a Final Four under, you know, head coach uh, was Ty Raritan there, who actually was one of the few head coaches at the Division three level that has taken two teams to the Final Four. So, you know, really learned a lot from him, had a great experience there at North Central, uh, and then took over at Illinois Tech. You know, uh, I was there as six years as the head coach. I took over a program that won zero games the year before I got there. Um, and, you know, early on, we struggled a little bit, won two games my first year, four games my second year, 
But in my third year, we ended up winning 23 games, you know, and kind of turned the program around from there. I had four consecutive postseason appearances my last four years and, uh, you know, had a decent amount of success there. And, uh, you know, moved down to Texas, uh, you know, a family move. My wife works for Frito-Lay. Uh, so, you know, she was like, hey, you want to move down to Texas where the headquarters is? And so I was like, yeah, sure. You know, she had a, a big promotion. And so I was like, hey, let's let's do it. Um, and so, you know, I took, you know, two years off from coaching. Uh, and then now I'm back into it at Dallas Christian College. So I think it will be a good situation for us. Uh, I'm really excited to, to you know, start this journey uh, and really excited to be a head coach again. Yeah. You, uh, first of all, happy wife, happy life. So you had to right. had to follow mama and, and uh, right. let her do her thing. And, and, and good for you to be able to do that and and kind of kind of wait it out. And and I'm sure, coach, in, in those two years, you know, um, you probably became a better coach because it gave you time to reflect on right. what occurred in that in that span. Why you could, you know, because sometimes as coaches, man, we don't get to take a breath, you know, and, right. and we're right. constantly grinding and we're constantly working. Uh, what what's something that you did during those two years off that that you think might have might have helped you uh, as a coach? Uh, and that's a good point, you know, because I think a lot of times people say, oh, if they've been out of it for a year, out of it for two years you know, maybe they may not be as viable of a candidate for a particular job. And I think just the opposite, because that gives you an opportunity to kind of step back, evaluate yourself, you know, figure out, hey, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? If I get another opportunity, what can I do differently? You know, uh, and then it also gives you an opportunity to really build more relationships. So one of the things I did was, you know, I started to reach out to a lot, of, especially here in the Dallas area, reach out to a lot of high school coaches, reach out to a lot of AAU coaches, get a chance to kind of build relationships with those people, get a chance to go to practices. Because when you're coaching yourself, you don't get to go to any other practices for, right. except for your own. You know what I mean? From a college standpoint, maybe you go to some high school practices, you know, here and there. But, but you know, when you're not coaching, you can go to, you know, a lot of different college practices and you can see some drills and see some things that some coaches do that maybe you want to implement into your practice or to your routine. So I think being able to step away from the game gives you an opportunity to not only evaluate yourself, but also be able to learn from other people within a profession. Yeah, there's no question. I've always said if, if, if ever I were put in that situation where I had to take a step away, I mean, I, I don't know. I think my wife would probably see me less than she does now because I think I'd go on a world tour, man, and, and just right. go visit my friends and watch them practice on the college level, watch the high school practices, you know, because because it is that that's great time because, you know, man, we we, we get in our routines. And, and when you get in that routine, right. it, sometimes it's hard to step back and, and take time to, to reevaluate what you do. Uh, right. Right. I know for me, that's been the great thing with this podcast. You know, we're in episode, you know, 32, 33, I believe. But, you know, visiting with so many coaches and so many friends and talking about different aspects, it, it, right. it, it just gets that, that mind working. You know, it, it, right. it, it, it makes you evaluate yourself. Uh, Another another point you mentioned about, you know, that first coaching job, you, you know, you're talking about making a sacrifice and, and doing it for little or no money and just just grind. We, we, we've got uh, the, the episode, our Fourth of July episode that uh, as we tape this, it, it's running now. Coach Bob Starkey, who's at LSU now, talks about the fact that he took a job for hardly no money. And then the next year he takes a pay cut and then the next mm -hmm. year he takes another pay cut. But. It was it was the 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 time in his career that really nurtured him as a coach, you know. And so you got to be willing to make those sacrifices and and, and do those things. Uh, if if you don't mind, coach, uh, 
I know you mentioned a couple coaches you worked for. Uh, one of the topics we talk about a lot on here is being a great assistant coach. Uh, what was some of the things that maybe you learned from a head coach or, or some of the qualities for some of the guys you worked for that, that you thought stuck out as being a good head coach? Um, you know, it was a few things. I think, you know, just kind of starting off with, with Coach Raritan, like I say, he's one of the best coaches in Division Three history. He's actually the head coach at uh, Hastings College now, uh, where, he, where he graduated from. But uh, a few things I learned from him was um, – you know, how important it is to be able to build relationships with the alumni and, and boosters within the program. You yeah. know, I thought that was only a big deal at like the division one level, but it's really a big deal at the division three level uh, or at all levels to build relationships with your alumni, because your alumni can be so influential in your program. And I think a lot of people think about alumni just from the standpoint of uh, them being able to donate money and then being able to help you when it comes to, you know, helping you, you know, with resources and things like that. But the alumni can be very valuable from a recruiting standpoint. And this is something that I really learned from coaches that because those alumni can come talk to your uh, prospective recruits and let them know about their experiences at the school, let them know about their professional experiences, where they have jobs at now and how going to that school kind of help mold them and help, help them get the opportunities that they got now. And so those alumni can really be mentors and can really help you from a recruiting standpoint. And so that's one of the things that, that I really learned from him uh, is, is how important involving those guys in the program is. Uh, so, so that was something I would think that was really, really big and really helped from a, from a recruiting standpoint. Yeah. You know, we talk all the time about building relationships in our profession. Uh, it, it, it's so important, the contacts you make and, and, and the people you meet. But, but that's, that's a great, great point, Coach, is sometimes we fail to, to work the outside of our circle. You know, you and I, you know, we, you know we're coaches and, we, and we're going we're gonna to build a relationship and, and, our, and our other coaching buddies. But like you say, right. outside that circle, man, you, you, got, you got untapped potential for everything. Like you said, resource right. for your program, whether it be players or financial. And so right. uh, great, great, great point there with, uh, with uh, building relationships there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's something that he, he was really, you know, helped out with and really helped me kind of learn and understand. Uh, and then, you know, I think my uh, one of the other coaches I worked for, his name was Coach uh, Mark Smith. Uh, you know, he was actually the, the head coach at Keystone College. Obviously, he was the head coach at Millican University as well. But one of the things I learned from him was how important it is to have good relationships, you know, with your players. Now, I know that may sound, you know, like a cliche or may sound, you know, like, uh, you know, what every you know, coach would say. But uh, recruiting your own players, those are the most important players that you're going to recruit. And, and, and the reason being, I think a lot of people kind of underestimate that aspect in the recruiting process, but it's like when you bring a recruit on campus, who are they going to talk to? They are going to talk to your current players. And I've seen current players at a school say, hey, you know, we really love it here. We like our coach. We like the environment here. We got a good team. Hey, you should come be a part of the program. And that can really influence a particular recruit to want to come to that school. But I've also seen where, you know, players will say, hey, you know, we don't really like it here. You know, we don't like coach. We don't like the situation. We're about to transfer. There's no reason you should come here. And it influences that kid to not come there. So making sure that you really pour into your players and making sure that you make, uh, make sure your players are having a good experience your current players are having a good experience is another very pivotal part of the recruitment process that a lot of people overlook. 
And no, no question. We, we're both aware of, of what that transfer portal ha has done. Absolutely. I, I mean, you know, we had uh, had a guest on here recently and we were talking about that is now nowadays as a coach, you've got to make sure that when when that recruit tells, you no, you still keep a good relationship with him or her, because right. in a year or two, you may see them again. You know, and, right. and you're dead on when you talk about recruiting your own players. And that's whether right. you're in high school or college, because, oh, yeah. because those kids are, or I mean, they're your livelihood. And, and you know, sometimes, again, we're, we're guilty of looking outside and, and, and saying, you know, man, look at that player over there. Look at that player over there. Man, you got to love on the kids you got and appreciate the ones you got. So so absolutely good. Right. Great point with that for sure. Uh so, Coach, uh, a little bit now, tell us a little bit, uh, when you transitioned from being a high school coach to a college coach, uh, again, we have a lot of people listening in and, and, and you know, trying to learn, learn from us. What were some of the things you think were important to help you make that transition from, from being a high school coach and getting that opportunity to be a college coach? You know, what well, the first thing is kind of understanding that the, the, the transition from now you're an assistant again, you know, from going to be a head coach to an assistant coach. So knowing that you have to learn a system, you have to understand what the head coach wants and what what is his system, what's his philosophy, you know, what type of players he likes, you know, those type of things so that you can be the best, you know, at, at your job that you're doing currently. Uh, but I think one good thing for one thing for high school coaches to really be aware of is that, yeah, you're a competitor. You want to compete, but you want to build relationships with those guys you're competing with. You know, those coaches that you're going against every single day, you know, every single night, you want to build a good relationship with them, have a good rapport with them. Because if you move to the college level, guess who are the guys you're going to be calling? You're going to be calling those guys for their players. You know, so you want to be able to build a relationship. And then also, I think it's important to kind of like know when you're a coach, know who are the other good coaches. You know what I mean? Because you know some coaches that you may think back and like, man, that guy may have outcoached me that game. Or, man, that guy ran some really good stuff. Or, man, that guy really has a lot of discipline within his programs. His players really respect him. So noticing those things about other coaches, I think, is really, really important because you can utilize those things for your growth and your maturity as a coach. And I think a lot of times it's hard for coaches to kind of maybe sit back and, and, and compliment other coaches, especially other coaches who you're competing against because you're trying to take their head off. You know what I mean? You're not trying to look for the positives in them. But I think that's something important too. That, that's a level of maturity that I think a lot of coaches need to get to to be able to look at other coaches and say, hey, man, he did that really good. I need to maybe implement that with some of the things that I'm doing. Well, it's it's a sign of maturity. And, and I think it's also a sign of, uh, of security. You know, I think I think sometimes coaches are a little insecure and they're insecure and they, and they, and they want to keep themselves in a bubble and, and forget right. about, you know, right. these people you competing against, you know, or, or making you better at the end of the day. You know, so so the better your competition, the the, the better they're going to make you in the long run as a coach. I know, uh, you know, my situation, coach, is, is I'm a high school coach in Mobile now, uh, in Mobile, Alabama, and coached on the college level for a bit. Now, now high school coach, one of the things that I do during the summer is we probably had eight or nine different teams come in and practice with us. And and I and I found that to be invaluable because Coaches I respect, I have them come in, we go head to head. I want them to show us some of their drills. We show them some of our drills and, and you know, and, and grow during the summer. 
all of our programs. And I think, I think it makes us better as coaches. I think it also helps our players compete more because they get into practice against other, other competition. And so right, uh, right. all of that, what you said is, is right on. It's, it's about growing at, in the profession and, and being, being confident enough in yourself to be able to, right. uh, to do that for sure. Uh, well, Coach, look, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back in one minute, and we're going to continue this conversation, and we're going to talk about the new role there at head men's basketball coach at Dallas Christian College. Let's see. Want to get away for the best vacation ever? Consider a group trip. Whether a cruise or an all-inclusive resort, let Toes in the Sand Travel help you get there. There are some amazing perks for group cruisers. Trust us, we do one almost every year, and we help so many of our friends as well. For a trip of a lifetime, give us a call. You can message me on Facebook at Kimberly Tanner Canova, or you can find our Facebook page, Toes in the Sand Travel, but be sure it's the one that has our smiling faces on there. Just reach out. We'll help you. Hey, honey, will you get packed? We got a cruise ship waiting on us now. <laughs> Let's go. All right, I'm back with Coach uh, Todd Kelly, new head men's basketball coach at Dallas Christian College. Uh, be sure to reach out to my wife. Uh, let her help you with this next trip. Uh, when you listen to this, we might be on a trip right now. You never know, Coach. Uh, Folks might be listening to this in their car, and I might have my toes in the sand, and uh, I might be sitting on an exotic island right now. You just never know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm back with Coach. Uh, now, Coach just got a head coaching position at, at, uh, at Dallas Christian College. Now, Coach, as I was looking at the situation there, man, very, very sad circumstances uh, there at the university. Uh, are you taking over for Coach Dwight uh, Coleman, who had, I guess, a heart issue and, and passed away yeah. unexpectedly, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a very unfortunate situation. The program has actually been through a lot of tragedy. They, you know, obviously, Coach Coleman, who I've met, I met before, and I saw him out actually at some recruiting events. A uh, really good guy. You know, you can't find anybody within the university or you know that said anything had anything negative to say. Everything had everyone had great things to say about Coach Coleman and kind of what he was doing to try to build the program up and kind of you know what he was doing within the Dallas uh, Christian College community. And so. Uh, you know, it obviously it was, a, it was a tough situation for everyone involved uh, it, with the college, uh, the players, you know, and everyone else involved. So, you know, really trying to pick up the pieces, you know, because he started to try to build something. And so, you know, one of the first things that, you know, I had to do was try to come in and really kind of talk to the players, see where everyone was and kind of the morning process, you know, and, and try to figure out, you know, kind of how I could meet them where they were at, and how we could kind of move from that spot. And so uh, it's been it's been a little bit difficult, but, you know. I'm excited about being here, you know, about getting an opportunity uh, to, to lead a program that, you know, obviously needs some leadership right now and a program that I really think I can help in a lot of different ways, you know, obviously on the court, but a lot more off the court. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Prayer, prayers out to, to that uh, Dallas Christian community. And I, and I know, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough road to kind of picking up the pieces, but I, I, I think with, with, with every tragedy, uh, I, I think it has the opportunity to to build something, you know, underneath uh, in that program that that you know hopefully 
you know, when we look back and we 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 uh, we, we re reconnect a year from now, uh, you, you know, ho hopefully you got a special bond with those guys and that community there, and, and wish you nothing but luck for sure. Um, so, Coach, t tell us a little bit now about uh, uh, if you want to share a little bit, uh, what, what kind of, have you? I know in a lot of cases you you got you got to evaluate your team and evaluate your players, but any idea what kind of style you're going to put out there yet? Uh, is is um, it a trademark that you do that uh, that we can look forward to? Well, you know. One of the things about us, you know, we're always going to uh, defend, you know, we want to uh, make team, you know, put pressure on teams, you know, uh, but then we want to play fast, fast paced, up tempo, you know, so those are some things that we want to try to do, obviously, having to be able to evaluate the players and trying to put in a system that is conducive to their skills and their talent level. Uh, it's going to be something that's very important. But, yeah, we want to definitely put pressure on teams. We want to get up and down. I think we're going to have a guard-oriented team. We're going to have a lot of speed. We're going to have a lot of quickness. So I think we're going to be able to score a lot of points. Like I said, we're going to be able to apply some pressure. Uh, we're going to be able to play at a fast pace. So those are some of the things I'm looking for. You know, I've spoken to a lot of the players over the phone. I'm looking forward to, a, 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 you know, the first open gym that we're having here. Uh, coming up this week so i'll get a chance to see the guys in person and get a chance to meet the guys in person so you know i'm really really excited about this opportunity and i think we have a team that has a chance to to be pretty good nice nice and and, and what now in, in your league uh, who, who are you competing against in in your particular league who, who's the big dog in your league that you guys are going to look to uh get after well, there are, I mean, there are a lot of teams because, you know, Dallas Christian wasn't great last year, but, you know, we have teams like, you know, Champions Christian, Spurgeon, College, Randall, uh, you know, some schools like that that are really, uh, you know, good, you know, teams, you know, that we have to really compete against. And then really we're competing against a lot of the local teams, too, because I want to make sure that Dallas Christian has a footprint, you know, in the DFW area. So you have teams like Texas Wesleyan, for example, who, you know, have won, you know, championships and that are, you know, you know, very popular, you know, within the NAI kind of circles in Texas, you have schools like Dallas Baptist that are really, really good as well. You know, you have other teams like uh, Sagu, uh, you know, or Paul Quinn, who obviously has a little bit of a reputation as well. So those are some other local teams that we want to be able to compete with, that we want to be able to uh, compete with for players and that we want to be able to play on the court and hopefully be able to beat on the court. So, you know, we have some, some teams that are targets, you know, because one of the things I like to do when I take a job is look at some of the teams that are at the top. You know, you look at those teams that are at the top, you want to try to take maybe one or two players that those teams will be getting from a recruiting standpoint. And if those players are now on your team, that makes your team better, makes those teams a little bit weaker. So I always try to look at those really good teams, try to figure out what they're doing, try to, uh, you know, maybe emulate a few things that they're doing, because obviously we want to be at that level. Yeah, for sure. I, I tell our kids all the time, you know, we might be doing a certain drill, whether it's sweeps or, or, or whatever. And, you know, you know, you know, players sometimes they, they think, you know, why are we doing this? And, and the right. thing I tell them all the time is the, the drills that we do in practice. It's not helping us beat the bad teams. We're going to beat the bad teams regardless. Right. The, the, these little things that we right. do, whether it be sweeps and, or, or, or toughness drills, that's to help us beat the teams that are on the top. And, and that's, right. that's the ultimate goal. You, you practice to beat the good teams, the bad teams, absolutely. regardless, uh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. So what about now, do, do you have, uh, is there a staff in place there now for you? Uh, do you have to hire staff or how's, how's that process going? 
Well, yeah, that's uh, that's what we're kind of going through now. You know, I have to bring in a new staff. You know, I have uh, I think one guy we're going to bring in uh, that's actually uh, from Chicago. I've known for a long time who lives in the Dallas area as well. But then I'm looking for a second guy that we want to bring in someone local to Dallas that has some type of that has local ties that is kind of really affiliated with the high schools, affiliated with the AAU programs. It's really familiar with a lot of the kids and knows a lot of people. And so we're looking to bring in a, a second guy to kind of fulfill that role. Uh, and, and so, yeah, we're looking now and uh, hopefully we find someone that, that we feel is a good fit. Coach Coleman kind of built a strong foundation, had a lot of young guys in the program. So we have a decent amount of guys coming back. Obviously, we still want to be able to add, you know, solid players for the class of 22. So if any class of guys in class of 22 that are really solid players, we want to be able to, you know, obviously take a look at them, evaluate them. If they're a good fit for what we're trying to do, we would love to, you know, have them on campus and have them, you know, uh, consider our school. So, yes, we still are looking. Uh, uh, but we do have a solid foundation. Good deal. Well, it, it looks like you guys have uh, got everything in place and, and, and getting ready. I, like I said, I know it's going to be a big challenge for you. Uh, so Absolutely. A, lot of, a lot of those growing pains together sometimes can benefit. What From, from a motivational uh, standpoint, Coach, uh, do, do you guys – is and you may not have even had a chance to think of this yet because I know you're still moving – do, do y'all try to do anything with your teams in the preseason? It's kind of uh, uh, team building, motivational stuff. Have, have you started thinking about that yet or have you even had time? Yeah, uh, I haven't thought about specifically what we're going to do, but traditionally with my teams as a head coach, you know, we always do some type of fall retreat, you know, where we have our guys, where we go somewhere usually overnight, uh, uh, where we have some type of maybe fun activity. I know, for example, with Illinois Tech, we used to take our guys to Dave and Buster's uh, and then we used to, uh, you know, kind of like do an overnight thing. Uh, and then we would just do a lot of stuff where we really get a chance to know each other, you know, uh, get a chance to talk to each other about kind of everyone's goals in life, everyone's background. Because one thing I really feel about coaching and athletics in general is that it's an opportunity to learn and grow and learn life lessons and meet friends that will potentially be your friends for, you know, the rest of your life. You know, so athletics has really done a lot for me uh, in my life. And I think that athletics can really do a lot of, for a lot of other individuals. And like I said, a big part of that is learning how to be on the team, learning how to be accountable to other people, learning how to be in a leadership role, but also learning how to follow at times when that may be necessary. So, you know, all of those things are valuable lessons that we try to teach our, our student athletes and things that we'll, uh, that we'll start to try to cultivate on that, uh, that fall retreat that we're going to do. For sure. Well, Coach, uh, look, man, I wish you nothing but the best. Uh, I'll make sure that uh, we got your – well, I've got your cell phone info. You've got mine, man. If, if you ever need us, I'm here down here in Mobile on the Gulf Coast. If you ever got a kid down here that you need to look at, uh, don't hesitate. I, I, I consider you part of the family now. So uh, I, I'll definitely be, be watching close and, and, and watching you guys progress and, and, and wishing you nothing but the best in this upcoming season. Definitely. Thanks a lot. And we're going to need it all because, like I said, taking over as, you know, as a head coach, you know, for a new program, uh, you know, it's, it's always a lot of work to be done, you know, a lot of work to be done. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the challenge uh, and, and I'm also just excited to really be a head coach again, you know, because once you're kind of out of the game for a while, you kind of, you know, kind of build up that thirst and, and, and build up that that want to get back into the game. And then now you're finally back in. It's like so exciting that you kind of can't sit still. By all means, reach out to Coach Kelly. If you've got a player that you think you can uh, help at over at Dallas Christian College or if you're in a DFW area, reach out to Coach Kelly. Definitely. Thanks a lot for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, really 
feel feel you know like excited of you know beyond almost beyond belief like i couldn't believe that i'm like actually coaching college basketball again so you know i'm really excited about it so thanks a lot for having us you're welcome man best of luck to you guys all right thank you That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. A big thank you to everyone who has continued to make this podcast become so popular. Please continue to share with your friends and colleagues. And when you have time, please take a minute to give it a five-star rating. Until then, we'll see you on the next episode.